0: Hello, I'm Becky Hadid, host of The Storied Recipe. As my weekly guests share their stories through the vessel of cherished food memories, we all become better cooks, more grateful for the gift of food, and we honor those that have loved us through their cooking. Welcome to a special bonus episode. This is in association with episode two, where I interview Daniela about her story of rejection, defection from Czechoslovakia, and redemption. When I interviewed Daniela, our original conversation was almost two hours long. Of the many things I was forced to cut, it seemed too great a shame not to share the background of the exquisite heirloom pieces Daniela gave me to photograph along with her recipes. She begins this bonus interview by telling us about her grandmother in whose china cabinet many of these antiques stood. She then goes on to describe the history and layers of meaning that make these pieces so valuable. So the final thing I would love, um, actually, let me back up. So we've talked about your mom and her love of food and, you know, speaking love to you through her food. And you kind of mentioned in passing about your grandmother. Can you tell me just a little bit about your grandmother and what you remember of her and her cooking? Mm,
1: mm, Mm-hmm. my, my grandmother's cooking was very much the same as my mother's cooking because, of course, my mom learned to cook everything from her mom. And, and, and again, it was food is the love language. And uh, I just loved, I remember even as a little girl when I would go uh, to go be with my grandma and grandpa, oh, I just loved them. They were so sweet. But she would cook roasted chicken. And Mm -hmm. she would make this cucumber salad that we always make. And and we we are big on making sauerkraut with dumplings. (laughs) So she would always make the dumpling sauerkraut, roasted chicken and cucumber salad. And the smell, there was something about the smell when she cooked it that was slightly different than when my mom cooked it. (laughs) But they're both wonderful and good. And I was talking to my mom a couple of years ago about it. I said, do you have any memories? Like I said, because I think grandma and I smell that one meal that mm. and I I smell it as I see myself walking into this apartment. I don't remember mm. much about the apartment. I remember the smell and I remember they had a big swing for me in, in the doorway that I would swing on. And and she told me to she had her own memories of her grandma And so I I think there's our smells, I think even capture food memories that uh, the brain actually remembers them. And that's why it's like the smell comes back with that memory. If it's related to food, I perhaps the same way when people hear a song and the brain remembers a certain emotion that Mm. relates to that song.
0: Absolutely.
1: It's, Yes, I mean she loved to cook. She loved to feed us. Mm. Uh, yep, she mm. did end up a little plummy at her old age, even, <laughs> you know, even living in her in Czech Republic. So, see my 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 little, you know, I was a little blinded. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we all deserve to get a little plummy as we get old. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, so. Well, the final thing I'd like to discuss, and I know this has been such a long conversation. I've enjoyed it so much. Um, But the last thing I'd like to talk about a little bit are the props that you gave me to photograph. So you gave me a runner that I think was hand-stitched and then a vase and some china and I think most precious of all, maybe um, a recipe book. So tell me a little bit about the history behind those.
1: So, okay, so the vase with the red poppies, which I love red poppies. Mm. They are so much a memory for me of Czech Republic because if you ever go to Czech Republic, I think usually around like May, maybe early June, there's literally fields and fields of red poppies. The Czech wow. cuisine, uh, we eat lots of poppy seed-filled uh, bakery, like, like pastry things. Okay. Like, like here... You see poppy seeds, like, sprinkled on things? Uh-huh. Well, we actually cook down the poppy seeds. We make, like, whole fillings for... Oh, my God, I just... Most Czechs love poppy seed-filled mm. pastry. It's a huge mm. thing. Also, the red poppies, you, you know, are represented, like, of um, in May when the war was ending. And poppies were, you know... And, and we even use it here, right? Like red poppies yeah. as a remembrance day. And uh, so I just absolutely love red poppies. Now, mind you, when we were children, we, there were fields of them. And we would just go and eat them right out of the little head of the flower. Uh, really? You know, eat, And my mom used to say, you can't eat it that way. They're poisonous. You, we have to cook them first. Well, years <laughs> later, now living here, I yeah. find out seeds are used for which I always say that little bit explains
0: for you know who I am <laughs> <how crazy. laughs> so. yes yes they're they're so, opiates correct yes, exactly oh, so wow. that was
1: that you have is the red poppies I don't know really how old it is but my whole life I that was in my grandparents little china cabinet and my grandfather so I don't know how long they had it prior to that. Was it passed on to them from their parents? I don't know. When my grandparents passed, my mother got it, and now I have it. Uh, but in 1945, uh, when war, just before the World War II ended, my grandpa actually, I have his old sketchbook. He used to just like to doodle and draw pictures. He actually drew... The picture that is on that vase, and it have so like his signature in the year 1945. You know when he oh, drew. Wow. It. And so that vase is very special to me. It's very Czech. P- red poppies are very Czech. Mm. It's my grandpas. <laughs> it's my grandma. Mm. I don't know how much before them it even goes, but it's definitely my family. My that's I see that yeah. I think grandparents wow. then the runner is uh, actually made as a gift for me by my stepmom who lives in canada and she's from holland as i said but she he i consider her half Czech because she was raised yeah. uh, married to my father and she has learned a lot about the Czechs and our cuisine and our heritage and so she actually made me that as a gift she cross-stitched it by hand And that's a traditional, like a design pattern stitch Mm -hmm. that's check on it. And so that's also just how it's related to my whole family.
0: When I I shared the runner as I was taking Mm -hmm. photographs, I shared, you know, some of the behind the scenes. I think you saw them on Instagram. And I got quite a few comments from people about how beautiful the runner is.
1: Yes, yes. She spent quite a few years making it, uh, every evening, just a few stitches, you know? So, oh, so
0: that wow. Special. Talk now, about a labor of love.
1: Yes. The cookbook, of course, that's my mom's handwriting that mm. she's over the years. She's had many, many, she uh, would use, what well, she'd buy a new one, she would hand rewrite all her recipes to the new cookbook. And so, uh, Wow,
0: that's time one, consuming.
1: Yes. This is one of her cookbooks that she ended up rewriting her recipes to a new book. And she gave me this one as a keepsake uh, quite a few years back. And so it, it's just a keepsake. Once in a while, I go back to it to refer to it uh, mm-hmm. if I need to. But um, it's just special because it's got my mom's handwriting. Mm-hmm. And um and then the China, well, I have quite a few different pieces of China, and mm-hmm. uh, they're all uh, definitely representing different uh, memories. And one of them, uh, one of them is, it has been in our family, to our knowledge, way over 150 years, maybe going on to 170 years now that we know of. We oh. don't know how much before that but it belonged to my great grandparents that I've never met. And then
0: wow.
1: whoever gave it to them or if they got, I have, we have no clue. And, uh, but it's a beautiful, the set is a little broken up. Some pieces over the years were destroyed or, but I still have nice, you know, amount of them. And again, that my whole life, that was in my, uh, my family because that's all i've seen in the china cabinets so mm. it was mm. in my grandma's and then there were my mom's mm. and i have a couple other pieces um couple like uh, cute little pink china uh cups they're a little more modern in 2005 my parents bought them these cups are called sibling cups mm-hmm. and Uh, they are specifically bought for siblings and again uh, my mom is extremely superstitious and Mm -hmm. she's not the only one in the country there (laughs) sibling cups are supposed to be presented to siblings and they're supposed to each hold on to their own cup and Mm -hmm. if anybody breaks theirs that means they're going to break the relationship oh my my. that's a lot of pressure oh yes So my mom comes to visit us when I still lived in Canada in 2005 and she brings these adorable sibling cups for my children and explains the story behind them. And my children are like, are you crazy? (laughs) I am not. I do not ever want to have these cups in my possession. (laughs) I do not want to be responsible. So I have their sibling cups. I'm holding them together.
0: (laughs) Oh my, well, don't, don't give those to me to photograph. (laughs)
1: I know huh and oh, then I have a couple other ones that are also more modern but they're from a friend who brought them from Czech Republic and one is red which I like the color red and one is green which my husband likes the color green but uh, but probably the most memorable is the one that has been in our family for ancient days so well
0: thank you thank you for. Um trusting me to photograph those and thank you for um, telling us about them and really thank you so much for your time today I know it ended up to be a lot more than I asked but um, your story really is so powerful and um, so interesting to me and um, challenging to me it's made me certainly rethink quite a few things even um, even going back to the very first question about your name so you're really challenging me to think and I appreciate that so much.
1: Well, thank you so much for, you know, again, inviting me, having me photo, uh, making photos, art out of my uh, heritage and heirlooms. And, you know, speaking of these uh, ancient pieces in my family, I feel so excited that it actually takes pressure off me that if they break, it's okay, (laughs) because I'm going to have beautiful memories captured by your photos. And so the memory will live on no matter what happens mm-hmm. to the China pieces. But this has been so much fun. And again, I just thank you so much. And uh, I, I'm i just so excited about all of this. And I'm excited how God will use this in my life and everybody else's life who hears. Mm-hmm. And may, may we become a, a good... Um, Representative and good memory heritage bearers for our children.
0: Mm, What perfect words to end on. Thank you so much, Daniela. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you, Becky. Part of the reason my conversation with Daniela was so long is that a little way into my interview prep, she told me she had written a memoir of her life. Daniela's powerful book provided a great deal of content for us to discuss the vast majority of which we never even touched in our conversation. If you loved these episodes as I did, I would encourage you to find and read On Both Sides of the Iron Curtain by Daniela Husnick wilson A link to the Amazon listing for her memoir is on my website. In association with this episode, I have published a three recipes, actually four, to the blog. The first is Daniela's instructions for a authentic Czech charcuterie board. Second is the delicious crispy and crusty kleba, the potato bread with caraway seeds that we discussed. Third, her mother's famous apple strudel. Fourth, I have added my own recipe to augment the charcuterie board, an oven baked brie with roasted grapes and rosemary balsamic reduction. On my website, you can also find weekly episodes released every Wednesday, or you can subscribe via your favorite player. You can join the Storied Recipe community by following me over on Instagram and tagging any of these recipes with hashtag Storied Recipe. My guests love to see their cherished recipes enjoyed by others. Finally, please know that I truly believe everyone has a story to share, and I would love to hear and photograph yours. Please reach out. And in the meantime, have a great week, my friends.